Now, the greatest idea of all time. Stay tuned for... From the Trenches of Hollywood. Here are your guru guides from the A-list to the D and everything in between. It's Ted and Craig. Welcome to From the Trenches of Hollywood. I am Ted Davies. Hey, everybody. Craig, how you doing? <laughs> Great to be back. <laughs> uh we always struggle with this opening seriously you would maybe you've noticed <laughs> maybe you like, haven't <laughs> maybe there's a delay i don't know but uh, we're here um i guess you know our show doesn't open quite like we talk about our writing where everything you know has got to be some big giant explosion or chase or something exciting you know even right. lee house was on last week talking about that right he, he said yeah, his cool. words for something like i try to make sure that my first scene is something big memorable it's like of course Epic. you do well yep. he comes from this film world where you know like i say 10 pages in you better be blowing my doors off or i'm not gonna finish your script i'm serious i'm not trying to be harsh but that's just in a, the dog eat dog world of filmmaking there was a photo we've got to get this photo i may have mentioned this before uh that i saw recently of the garage outside of a management company in hollywood and it was stacks of scripts, six feet tall, several rows of them. And these were submissions that they'd gotten just in the last couple of months. And wow. so, I mean, that's the kind of material that's coming in all of the time. So it's very competitive and it's hard to get someone to look at your thing. So, you know, that's why we're here, people. Right. Um, that's right. <laughs> but we do struggle with that opening. We got to work on that. Not a problem. We'll make it work. <laughs> well, that's, you know, it's always room for improvement. That's what we're doing. You know, it's edit, edit, edit. It's the same in writing. So. <laughs> sure. Right. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I hope everyone's been enjoying the show. Um, we're going to kick it off today with uh, some questions. Um, I got a few of them here for you, Ted. Very um, good. These people are, it'd be interesting. I think that you can relate possibly to mm -hmm. a couple of these a little bit more than me, maybe. Um, but Lacey sent a question in Lacey. Hey, Lacey, how are you? Um, mm -hmm. She says, so I have a question. I just registered for the creative writing course through blank, blank, blank you. I'm not going to tell you. Do you feel that taking college courses will help? Do you think it's a waste of time? I was thinking about doing some freelance writing while I work on my book. Any advice would be helpful. Okay. That's straightforward. Good. Hey, I think going to school is always great. You know, it, mm -hmm. no matter what you're trying to pursue, learning is awesome. Knowledge is king. And uh, if you are, I don't know, did she say she was taking a creative writing class? Is that what that question that's, was? Yep. Um, so, uh, sure. Yeah, creative writing course. So, that's cool because you're trying to... Um, obviously write nonfiction, I'm assuming, when you talk about work on my book. Um, mm -hmm. So, of course, go for it. Um, I don't think it's a waste of time at all, making yourself, enriching yourself. What do you think? You Absolutely. totally disagree. I think, I think continued education is important throughout life, no matter how old or how young you are. But you need to take, kind of curate, take what you think is going to work for you, you know, um, there's there's a guidance to education you know that's the way i look at it um not everything is uh black and white when it comes to education it's very you know 
Well, uh, if you're trying to write a creative writing course, seems right up the uh, the right alley. Uh, it yep. can definitely inspire you, and it can uh, maybe help you develop your techniques or processes to get mm -hmm. this book done that you're working on. So, no, Lacey, go for it. I think we agree on. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, shoot the moon. Absolutely, go for it. Look, I've been taking classes on and off more on than off since i graduated high school and that was a long that was decades ago mm -hmm. so um i love learning and broadening my i don't want to say horizons so much but mind you know yeah. broadening my understanding of things and mm -hmm. uh so sure do it yeah absolutely <laughs> i think that education no matter in whatever form you know, whether it's vocational or, or higher education, whatever. I think it's yes, ideal. Definitely. Ideal. Got another one here. This is from Julia. Okay, so this is interesting. Here you go. How, this is straight for you, buddy. Um, says Julia says, hey, have you encountered people who discouraged you from fulfilling your writing career? How do you deal with them? Hmm. That's a, well, I mean, yes. That answered the question quickly. Uh, early on, is it's like anything. You, I think you have to build a thick skin um you know how that goes you know no matter rejection or whatever it is um you know the one of the best things i think that's driven me further is you know what i would do i love that i love when people say that to me you know you're not gonna you know you're never gonna make any money doing this or but you know what i would do now i really don't care what you would do that's the first thing set that aside understand that they probably you know, are, are thinking about their lives. They're not thinking about where you are in your creative endeavors. Um, but I mean, don't take advice from people that haven't succeeded. I mean, that's my thing, I, you know, in, in what you want to do in life. I, I always strive to uh, look at it from a standpoint of, um, you know, what you can bring to the table versus who already is starving at the table. You know what I mean? It's it, You have to look at it like that. Sure. I, well, it's interesting you say that. There's two ways I look at that point you made. Um, mm -hmm. I think sometimes there's something to be learned from people who still haven't succeeded, who are still trying, um, you know, who failed but keep going. And uh, they've learned from that mistake. And you can learn from their mistakes as well. Trust me, there's a million of them out there. I mean, we're talking about some of ours on this show. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it's when it's those people who have tried, didn't give up, and then try and tell you forget about it yeah they're just projecting their own experience onto you they're not really giving you advice on how to do it differently mm -hmm. you know then those aren't the people you should be talking to about it a lot of times people get rained down on by their family members though big uh, time big time you know working in the arts is a tough thing i've been mm -hmm. fortunate so this question on the family side for me my family has always supported me in the arts uh you know i've been in it since i was six years old so uh, it's never been a uh, a challenge on that aspect of it um i know that i got a lot of slack when i didn't uh, when i left college after just mm. a semester and mm -hmm move to Hollywood they're like what are you doing at least get your education yeah. I'm like, yeah I don't need it for what I'm doing but I was stupid teenager and I um don't regret it but um 
Now we're going back to that first question. Always continuing my education all my yeah. life since then. But yeah, don't let people discourage you from what you want to do. You know, as they say, it's uh, you just uh, do it. Just keep doing it. And if you find that you, you're in a position to where people uh, that are around you that are, that are constantly uh, downing what you're trying to do, not doubting, but putting it down or, or not, maybe it's time to, you know, accomplish, circle your, excuse me, circle the wagons a bit and get some help as far as have other people that are more positive in your life, maybe get them involved, um, you know, reach out uh, to the forums, to the, you know, podcasts like this, things that are going to be more positive in your life. Um, and I'm not saying yes, men or yes, women, but get something that's going to be uh, a positive reinforcement. Um, you know, in my life too, family has been very, very good. Um, and it's been um, very frustrating too. It's, it's, a, it's an even keel on both sides. It just depends on uh, where everybody is in their lives and, you know, what's expected of you, I guess, what the norm is. But, uh, you know, you'll, you'll find your path. Um, but I wouldn't, uh, unless you're going to have those people, uh, you know, maybe if people are paying your bills, maybe you should listen to them. But I'm saying if they aren't paying you bills, maybe you should, you know, come up with your own strategies and your own mindset. But go for it. Absolutely. Good question. Talking about a couple of elements there that we'll be talking about a little bit later, too. We're going to put a pen in your question, Julia, because some of the ways to deal with this we're going to talk about in a minute. But, uh, yeah, great advice, Ted. Uh, go for it. Um, one more question here. This comes from Jack. Okay, this is an interesting question. Um, and he asks, he says, hello, when your story contains a scene of particular evil doing... <laughs> and you do not want to teach your readers how to do that thing how would you write it in the scene there's a character who's doing evil an evil magic ritual and i need to write it in without describing the details but i still need to explain to the reader what the character is doing it is an mm. introduction to the story I, I okay so i have a couple of questions for that uh first off some parameters one is who is the audience? You know, why are you so worried about teaching um, what you're putting in this? And if you're not writing as an instruction manual, you can just make up these things. You don't need to be as completely accurate as, as real life, unless this is supposed to be some fact-based element. But then you want to put those things in. You want to be as close to reality as you can. So my question is, what uh, is this for what kind of genre is this a fictional piece and if so um who's the audience and if you're worried about children i mean that's the thing what are you worried about are you worried about children learning this or are you learning about letting out some evil secrets that you're keeping <laughs> what are you what are you trying to hide here uh jack um so uh, i i think that there are a, a number of ways you can do it. Like you can change what the real situation is and, 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 and substitute it with other actions that might not be as uh, brutal if there's brutality involved. You could also just keep it in and not actually show what is happening. One of my favorites is this. And who was gr who's great at writing this is Rolf Konefsky, mm. who we had on. So he has got 
some great stuff. But he is a master. I, I say watch a Rolf movie. Watch a few Rolf movies. And you'll see he is a master at concealing activity that you don't have to see the graphic brutality of, but you fully understand what's going on and you get the, 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 the reflex, the reaction, the mm -hmm. repercussion, all of that. And he's great at it. So uh, in, in a film, it's a little different. You can direct the audience's eyes exactly where you want to go and with sound and things happening, you can, you can still, put it into their mind um i think that in a book you can do the same thing um it just really comes down to how you create that environment where the reader is it is and that's an interesting question ted what do you do have you come across this you do a lot more like fantasy type writing mm -hmm. um i'm not saying that you deal in the world of evil magic evil magic no. rituals but no but i think I mean, well, I think knowing your audience is exactly right. Uh, it's like a speech. You need to know uh, who you're speaking to or who you're uh, writing to. I think that, uh, I mean, less can be more, but I think you're showing showing them versus telling them, obviously, is the key. Um, but in that, like you said, you can uh, have some creative license with it. Um, you're not, uh, you know, for example, you're not raising the dead. You're not using some type of ancient, you know, wisdom that has never been brought to you know, to the earth or to written word before, um, but just use the, you know, become articulate, but tell the story. If it's, if, just do it. I mean, just put it out there. You're going to, like I said, you're going to re-edit. You're going to have a few things that you're going to probably take it back a bit if it's very extreme. Um, I've had instances where I've written things that are very, uh, the concept, you know, um, is very high uh, tier as far as ideas. And you really have to take it back because you don't, some people can't comprehend, uh, they get bored with it more so than the comprehension of it. You understand what I'm saying by that, but, um, but with, uh, the, what was, I'm sorry, the gentleman's name again, uh, they asked the question. That was Jack and, uh, Jack. Jack yeah. So Jack with that, um, go for it first, know who your audience is, but don't be overly concerned about the the uh the full capacity of what your audience uh, can accept or not hopefully it's not a uh a very gory or um medieval uh situation that you're not going to be uh you know you're not going to be happy with or neither will the audience if it ends up being made into a movie you know that could be that could be good or bad so Again, it's like the character's doing an evil magic ritual, he says. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm thinking that this could involve a, a sacrifice or yeah. something, yeah. right? So, um, and usually the people that are into the reading that type of thing are, are going to be expecting that. You know, how many times have we've we've seen some major writings that are, you know, shocked us all. So it's, you know. Yeah, I wonder, you know, you, you said we're worried about teaching the readers. Um, don't worry, they don't learn from books. They learn from YouTube. So Yeah, good point. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> they'll uh, they'll find it on YouTube, whatever you're talking yeah. about. So. And you and you can't control your readers. No. You can you can let them enjoy the experience of the of the uh, story, but don't feel like you have to police them, you know. This is yeah. a this is a piece of art that you're putting out. 
So that's it for questions today. Good ones. Good though, questions. Huh? Those are excellent. Very yeah. Good. Very good. So I mentioned earlier, Julia, um, going to put a pen in yours. She was the one asking about mm -hmm. the, the negative people. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, how do you do it, deal with negativity? How do you deal with stress? You're going to find out today on this edition of the, the Writer's Toolbox. Right? What are we talking about today? We're talking about stress relief. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Who, who can't use that, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the five uh, five steps to it, right? Uh, yeah. Well, there. I think there's a lot of different techniques um, yeah. for stress relief. And you know, some people when they talk about think about stress relief, they think about um, the uh, you know taking a vacation. Um, yeah. You know, but this is more the stress relief for the moment. You know, you're caught in that moment of stress. Um, that moment of uh, not feeling creative, hit a writer's block, hit that wall, as they say, and you are, you know, you're feeling it, you know, where I get it, I get it right back here in between yeah. my shoulders. I'm the worst at that. Mm -hmm. I probably have the worst posture. That's fine. But when I'm working and working and working and yeah. when I get stuck, that's where it starts hurting on yep. me. But yep. so stress, you know, dealing with stress, stress comes from negative people. Stress comes from negative reviews. You know, stress comes from notes. Let's be honest. You know, no writer says, oh, my God, please tell me what I need to change in this because I am horrible. OK, um, you know, maybe in the beginning they might kind of say that, but they don't honestly believe that or they wouldn't be writing. You know, uh, so it's that can be stressful. You know, getting that feedback, uh, waiting for that feedback. Yes. Um, uh, struggling to sleep because you're thinking about your story and how you're going to get from here to here or change this or change that mm -hmm. or meet a deadline. I mean, there's just a numerous, numerous things. It, trying to find the time to write, you know, uh, that can be stressful. Uh, life has got a few stresses, stressors. Absolutely. And, and, and a lot of it's uh, a lot of it is the way that we handle it, period. A lot of it is self-induced uh, when you look at it. So, and that's that's, sure. that's a hard thing, though. It's a hard thing to diagnose, you know. Yeah, it's um, so. I, I guess that emotions and mm -hmm. um, time always seem to be the top stressors. And Absolutely. time is just a broad one, and so is emotions. You know, there's so many things within those. And one of those, well, I think your writing covers both of them because you're mm -hmm. attached to it. It is emotional. That's why you're so, uh, you have so much invested in it. That's why you yeah. sometimes stay up at night uh, trying That's to why figure the anxiety out. Level, your anxiety levels are high and yeah, because it's a passion. Yeah. yeah. And then it also comes down to a time thing from mm -hmm. finding the time to deadlines. And it's, uh, it's a very time consuming uh profession as well you know, just Absolutely. like any job you've got to put the time in this is not a hobby for some of us it's it's what you do and so there's a lot of stress involved so that's what we're talking about today right that's right um, <clears throat> so what uh what do you got for us number uh, so you were talking about those five there's these five elements of 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 stress relief mm -hmm. that you can do right from where you are are sitting you don't have to Book a flight to Hawaii or whatever, yeah, yeah or or get the scotch out, out of the uh, out of the. Um, I can't think right now. Out of the bar, you can do. Yeah. You can just. This is what I, you can do 
straight away. So you, These are the yes. I see you're taking a shot at me here on on two levels here. <laughs> we'll get into no, that after. Not at all. No, it's but, good. Uh, okay. Uh, so where are we at here? Number number five. What do we got? Number five. You're stressed out. What do you do? What's number five? Where do we start? Number five. Breathe. We all need air. This is part of our life cycle. This is what we do. We breathe. And a lot of that, some people hyperventilate if they don't know how to breathe properly. You always seen the proverbial brown bag and people, you know, the old movies, you always see them put a brown bag over their face to catch their breath. And, you know, my, mine is a very easy meditative breath. Uh, it calms the heart down and it's real simple. You stop, take a break for a minute. Close your eyes. As long as you're not driving, this is, you need to be sitting down. Just sit down, relax for a minute. Breathe in for four seconds. Hold it for eight seconds, then breathe out. You do that several times, it will get your heart rate down and you'll get under control. Okay. Usually I do that Let's about do four it. times. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Lead us through. Here we go. Yeah, you ready? I'm All right, ready. So you breathe four seconds. One, two, three, four. Hold it in. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Blow it out. And then repeat. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let it out. Usually it. twice. Usually twice helps. And then from that point, see how you're breathing. No, see if it just takes a couple seconds. I can but, feel it already, you know, that breathing, a deep breath. You hear that all the time, you know, take stop, take a deep breath. And that really yeah. does work. And just I want to throw out there, we are not medical professionals by no, any means. Um, not at all. We are uh, just talking about talking <laughs> points made um, mm -hmm. in the Webiverse. And uh, we're going to uh, just kind of throw them out there. But that one works for me. I do a lot of breathing like that, too. Um, I know some people who yeah. like to do a lot of uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's a big one for me. So, yeah. Yep. So uh, which I know works and we're not even going to get into that. That's a whole nother show. I, I really like to get someone on um, to talk about that because it is. Yeah. Um, I'd like to learn more about it myself. I think I There's do my own science. Yeah. 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 I'd like to get some more advice on it. So another show. So breathing, you know, take a breath and helps you relax. That definitely takes the, uh, the, the stress away. Um, number four, what do you got for us? Internet break. Get away from the internet. Yeah. There's a lot of stress on the internet. Uh, on every yes. single site that you go to, it doesn't matter. And every level, every level. Uh, so uh, not checking your email first thing in the morning helps. Um, taking, you know, just taking a break from, from being on the internet for a little while. If you're on Facebook for, say, 15 minutes or whatever, maybe you should take a break. I know some people get in there and it's, you know, two hours later. YouTube, you know, you name it, news, all of it, just boom, boom, boom. Take a break from it. Get away from it. Get away from the phone. Yeah, the social media is um, always a, a killer for a lot of people. And it's yeah. one of those distractions. Like we were talking about the tools that you can use um, when you're writing and that can lock you out of those things while you're working. So you don't yes. get that distraction to go back and follow some thread on social media um, but yeah, a break from the internet ideal. And it's not always social media. I, I find myself running, falling down rabbit holes, reading news stories, then the links to yes. another one, and links to yeah. another one. And I just keep following them, mm -hmm. um, which I enjoy, but it also, it's just sometimes can stress you out. There's a lot of, uh, these stories lot of are, 
Yeah. Yeah. Major stories. And uh, don't see Don't read the news. But yeah. Break from the Internet. Great one. Great tip for anybody mm-hmm. out there. Big time. Uh, you hear Big that, time. Mom? Get off Facebook. OK. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. What's number three? OK. Number three. Perfectionist. Perfection does not exist. Uh, we deal with perfection as artists. I, I, I try to strive for it, but it's unachievable. And it is a completely ruthless thing to do to yourself. Perfection is only achieved with imperfection. And that's the way I look at it. So, and yeah. you have to think like that because it, perfection is such an unachievable thing. It's, it's and, so uh, true. You know, so true. Yeah. So true. So true. Gosh. And, and we talk about this all the time that, and I've gotten this question, how do you know when your book is done or your script is done? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's you hit a certain point, you feel like you've got everything in there. But a lot of times you feel like it's never perfect or never finished. There's always something to be done on yeah. it. And um, yes, I so agree. Don't beat yourself up. Um, no one ever has achieved perfection except people who fake it on the Internet. Stay off the Internet. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fake perfection. Yes, I agree. And that's, uh, uh, I mean, that's a very, very true statement. I think that you uh, have to look at, look at, look at the ridiculousness of it. And just, you can strive for things. That's not the, that's not what we're saying, but perfection is a un- unachievable goal. So. Yeah. Sounds cool. good. No, okay. So mm-hmm. breathe and relax. Take a break from internet. Stop trying to be a perfectionist. Yes. Number two, what's, uh, what's the list say? Motion motivates. Keep Aha. the ball rolling. Keep moving. Take a, take a break from the laptop for a minute. Get up, move around, you breathe again. You know, you're back. To, they kind of all kind of correlate together. But motion is motivation. Uh, you can, it, it, it does. A walk with the dog, whatever. Keep moving. Um, you know, uh, the uh, Rolling Stone gathers no moss. You know, that whole idea you know yeah i totally agree with that one i use that one a lot i have little exercise things around me all the time mm-hmm. and like uh, i'll stop and use one of them or do push-ups or mm-hmm. play with the dog go play with my dog for 10 minutes yep. uh, yeah, playing with an animal is an awesome thing you yeah know? it's great yeah, you get a lot of stimulation from that um a lot of work and they bark a lot in the background sometimes you hear them Yes, yep. I am outside again. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, I love that one. Um, you know, get your heart rate up and yep. uh, it starts to oxygenate, oxygenate your entire body. It does. And uh, you just feel revived. Uh, right. So. And I'm a firm believer that mind and body are so connected. You, you've got to keep that going. Uh, oh, yeah. And I, I think that it's uh, it's so important. It, it really is. It's paramount. I, I hear that often from people when they start working out or something, start a, a regimen and just start exercising. Then yeah. say even working out, let's say they just start being more active in their life. And mm-hmm. uh, they talk about what a difference it makes. You know, you always hear, oh, look, I've lost weight, blah, blah, blah. But what you also hear is I feel so much better. I yeah. have more energy and mm-hmm. it's true. It's true. So, you know, take care of yourself. Take care of yeah, yourself. Keep, yeah. Keep that ball rolling. Keep it going. Keep the motion. Mm-hmm. Keep that movement. Can't agree with that one more. All right. That brings us to the number one on the list of five here. What do you got? What do you, no, uh, what and, do, you do? And this is the, the best thing about writing, uh, being writers. 
is that you write it down, you journal, you get get the emotions down into into text, either on a laptop or on a book or in a book journal, whatever. But get get the frustration out if you need to. Discard it afterward. Um, sure, you know that's a huge or not or, or not use you it. You never fuel. know. Exactly. Use it as fuel, right? So, I mean, there's nothing, um, you might end up channeling a muse that you didn't even know you had when you, <laughs> when you do that. So, and I've done uh, that. I've done that too. It's very therapeutic, very cathartic. Uh, so it's good stuff. Sure. It's, uh, you know, like we said, that stress a lot of times is emotion and, mm -hmm. uh, is the cause of it. Some emotional yeah. response, usually always in, in time might be the pusher of that stress, yeah. that stressful reaction, emotional reaction. So just being able to channel that energy in another way. Um, yep. Just reroute it. That's it. Energy can't be destroyed. So just reroute yeah. that energy, turn it into something positive. You know? That's a great, great advice. I love that one. Uh, so there they are. So number is breathe and relax breaths. Come on. That's a good one. We all love that. Take a break from the internet. Perfection doesn't exist. Stop trying to be perfect. Uh, get your heart rate up, do something. Don't let the stress get your heart rate up. Let the right. physicality of something get your heart rate up. And um, when it's heavy on your mind, write it down, write it out. Absolutely. Journal right. if you need to. Yeah, whatever. That's, that's good. I love it. Great advice. Uh, so that's, uh, that's this week's writer's toolbox. Good stuff. I like that's it. Great. Yeah. It's a great, great uh, techniques. I look forward to next week's. Um, not really sure what it is yet, but we'll find <laughs> out. Um, it's going to be good. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying those. These are good tips we're giving you along the way. Look, so we've got you set up with software. We've got you set up with tools to write on. We've got you set up with some of the uh, little bells and whistles on the outside to keep you on mm -hmm. track. And, and all these things really, I mean, some of them you have to pay for, but there are everything we just told you here today, free not yeah. a penny to do any of these things. So uh, I hope you can write them down and uh, take advantage of them. Send us a message. You know how to get a hold of us. You can see at teddaviesartistry.com or at Craig Hall E. Wood on Instagram. Also, you can see above, below here, you can get us at Facebook at From the Trenches of Hollywood and our show Instagram at Trenches or Hollywood Trenches. There it is. Yep. Hollywood yep. Trenches. All right, great. So send us those questions comments messages uh, i'll tell you what i've been reading a lot of comments though and a lot of people are asking for um story ideas it's like <laughs> mm, yeah right i'm stuck i want to write a book Do you want, have any ideas <laughs> prom yeah prompts please yeah no mm -mm. sorry um I, I i you know i i don't have any that i'm throwing away at the moment but uh, when yeah. i get some i'll put it out on the show we'll do a writing prompt see who answers sure Just submits and that might be a fun thing. That might group, be a fun thing. Group project. Mm -hmm. um, we can do. Gosh, looks like we're just about out of time here. Uh, I apologize. I am outside again. You probably heard airplanes, helicopters, dogs, pool men, trash trucks, and everything else out here. But uh, I'm uh, live from the Mimosa Social Club today. And Good. That's uh, a great place. Been there. Fantastic. Well, thank them for hosting me. And... Uh, I don't know. One of these days I'll be back inside. I'm going to do uh, be on the road next week. Hopefully we'll be doing a show uh, from the road and okay. uh, getting in some of my best stress relievers and <laughs> fill you in on all that later. 
hint, hint. Um, I will uh, be uh, on a plane soon, so we got to get out of here. Um, got to write. Go. Yeah, yeah, he's got to write. I've got to get off and uh, get ready safe to travels. Control. Safe travels, bro. Yep. So yeah, yep. See you. Got to write, time. man. Got to write. Get to writing, guys. See you soon. We'll see you.